Let's catch up with news from elsewhere in the world. Adam, good morning to you. Let's start with this devastating earthquake in Nepal. At least 150 people dead, many displaced. Yeah, uh, and interesting that it's been sort of shoved to one side, really, by other events in the world, Gaza in particular. But it has happened, and it's affecting a lot of people. 157 dead is the death toll that I've seen overnight. 300 injured, but also other people missing, other people possibly trapped in rubble. It's a remote-ish area of Nepal, a hilly region of western Nepal. And the fact is, is also that a number of homes have either been destroyed or have been destabilized. So thousands of people have been spending the last two or three nights sleeping rough in freezing temperatures under the open sky, sometimes makeshift tents, sometimes nothing at all. Again, being the area it is it takes a while to get aid there but there's also the legacy element i know this is sort of stating the obvious but the fact is is that because a lot of the paths and roads and tracks are already quite tricky not to say actually quite dangerous to this part of the world now especially so doubly so because of what the earthquake has done undermining bridges or paths or making them less stable anyway so it doesn't go away anytime soon, this particular problem. Let's go to Southeast Asia now. The death of mm. a DJ in the Philippines. This is an awful one for any of an, anyone who works on radio, at least. <laughs> well, absolutely. Yeah, this guy was shot live on air as well during his breakfast show. A guy called uh, Juan Jumelon, known in the Philippines as DJ Johnny Walker, uh, shot whilst on air. He was broadcasting from his home. He tended to do it from his home. He sort of almost had it, his own radio station, effectively, in his own house. But shot whilst on air, he courted the public to come and see him. He liked listeners to show up, but somebody with a grievance, somebody with a grudge, somebody acting under orders. It's difficult to tell. The Philippine president, Fernando Marcos Jr., Bong Bong, I think he's known to his friends, isn't he? Uh, he has strongly condemned the killing. He's talked about bringing the perpetrators to justice and talked about it as a brazen killing as well. It's a really odd sort of uneasy kind of juxtaposition for journalists and broadcasters and others in the Philippines. It has a very liberal kind of approach to the media generally. And yet it is, according to Freedom House, a liberty group in America, the world's most dangerous place for broadcasters and journalists. Plus, it's not particularly good at the clear up rate. It's one of the worst at actually bringing those guilty to justice. So take that as a balance, and it's a very awkward situation at the moment, I mean, especially for DJ Johnny Walker's friends and family, and indeed listeners. Gosh, now you're taking me back. Tony Blair was still Prime Minister. I think it was a summit of the G7 or G8, such as it was then. The London 7-7 bombings, Adam. Yeah, happened the day after London had found out it had won the Olympic bid. Uh, uh, so there was a euphoria and excitement and then the next day oh boy uh the 77 bombings of 2005 and now here we are uh 16 no, well, I can't do my math can I 18 years later and Disney is making a film series not specifically about the July the 7th bombings but it includes it in it because it's really about the kind of built up vigilante furore and the alert level and, and, and just the hypersensitivity of a country after the bombings that led to a Brazilian electrician being shot dead on the London Underground. He was shot by the police, mistakenly thinking he was a suspect. He was 
absolutely an innocent man. So they're making a series about that, but in it will be the 7-7 bombings, which has now courted criticism uh, from some of the victims and some of the survivors. One of them, for instance, Daniel Biddle, lost both his legs and an eye and a spleen in the 7-7 bombings. He's talked about Disney being disgraceful and saying that uh, they are mocking the outrage somehow by making a TV show. It's very interesting, isn't it, about how these things are done, because time obviously makes a bit of a difference, but you can understand Daniel Biddle's anger, or angst, shall I say. But these are important stories to tell, and you think about the number of films and TV shows about 9-11, the hotel in Mumbai, the hotel in Tunisia, the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, which incorporated all sorts of terrorist acts. So there are many, many more, of course, very sensitive acts. Uh, I feel for Daniel Biddle, but I can't see him changing Disney's mind. I suspect not. Adam Gilchrist, we'll leave it there for this morning's Worldview.